This will go a lot smoother if you cooperate, the chief said after wiping himself off. I'm not here to waste anyone's time, Mr. Martin, so I'm going to get straight to the point. You work for a scientist named Floyd Campbell. Is that true? Mitch was stunned. The crazy old man had gotten him into trouble. Unfucking believable No. You see, the chief started, I know you're lying. We've been following you for weeks now. Mitch struggled to free himself from the chair. The handcuffs wouldn't budge. Your little boss has been writing crazy fairy tales about me and my friends here. We would like him to stop. If they were going through so much trouble to shut the scientist up, it could only mean one thing. The crazy man's conspiracy theories were true. The cops had helped kill off the superheroes. The point I'm trying to make here is that we need to send your boss a lesson. We need to let him know that he messed with the wrong people, and now we're coming for him. Unfortunately, in order to do that, we have to kill you. Mitch had known this all along. You don't take somebody to an abandoned warehouse just to have a little chit-chat. He stared fearlessly into the chief's eyes. Fuck you. This made the chief laugh. Looks like we have a tough guy. Let's have a little fun before we kill him. The dressed-up policeman disappeared behind a dark suburban and came back carrying gas cans. Mitch tried to fight for his life as they shoved the nozzle down his throat and lifted the can into the air. The taste of the gas made him gag and vomit. He could only squirm as they began to pour the rest over his head and soaked his body. When they pulled away, the chief was puffing on a cigar and holding a lit match. I mean no offense. You just happened to do business with the wrong man. With one flick of the chief's hand, Mitch Martin burst into flames. He tried to scream, but the fire in his throat burnt away his voice, with every passing second the pain seemed to grow worse. His hair was soon gone. His skin started to melt shortly after. The chief stood immobile while his men danced around the fire. There was no part on Mitch's body that wasn't covered in flame. He looked like a human bonfire. In a way, he was. All right, boys, put him out before he's dead, he said. The three police officers retrieved a set of fire extinguishers from the suburban and began to hose the flames away from their victim. Even after they had given him a good spray down, there were still flames flickering here and there. It took a surprisingly long time to get them all out. Mitch sat smoldering in the steel chair, an involuntary whimper escaping his lips. Half his face had melted away, revealing the bone. He had no eyelids. All the skin remaining on his body was charred and black. He stared up at the chief with a skeleton smile. Had my curiosity not gotten the better of me, I would have let you die right then and there. Unfortunately for you, it did, the chief said. He held up the small brown box that the scientist had given Mitch to take to the government building. He opened one side and pulled out a syringe with a long, thick needle. The liquid inside looked thick and dark green. Now, what could be in this? One of your boss's inventions? Maybe 
some kind of biological weapon? There's really only one way to find out. He stabbed the needle into Mitch's charred neck and squeezed until all the dark green liquid had been injected. When he was done, he stepped back and crossed his arms. Mitch could feel his body tingle. The pain from the flames was becoming numb. His mind was becoming clear. After a moment, the chief uncrossed his arms and stood straight. Disappointing. Kill him. Mitch tried to scream. His throat had been destroyed and not a sound came out. One of the cops stepped in front of him and lifted his pistol. If Mitch had eyelids, he would have closed them. The cop pulled the trigger, and the bullet hit right between Mitch's eyes. His exposed skull blew apart as the bullet came out the other side. From that day on, Mitch Martin was dead.